So what do you think our excuse is going to be for not not having a podcast out? I mean, we, we dropped the first one, and then what, it's been like two weeks? Got a pretty busy... I mean, like, I'm, I could sit down and do it whenever, really, but, yeah, you've got a pretty busy work-slash-uni schedule. I was just going to say I'm sick, or my dog is pregnant. In a sleepy lakeside village there lies the home of NFL. Statistics will be analyzed. Jack's picks are always criticized. So stick around with the pickles. Late Cat at Pickums Podcast. Uh, Alright, so the draft is over. Draft was over a long time ago. We're very slow to respond to these sorts of things. But um, uh, players are getting signed. Teams are starting to get their rosters set, ready for training camp. Um, but there are a few teams that are dealing with some pretty big uncertainties. Yeah, a lot of that surrounding the quarterback position. There's a, a few that are still sort of uncertainties. We've got Deshaun Watson with his pending court cases. And also Aaron Rodgers. Um, will he be able to reconcile with Packers management and, and play for this season? Yeah, yet to be seen. So, as you say, a few few uncertainties. So, I guess, what do, what do you think on that? Like, uh Deshaun Watson, to start off with, um, hey, by the way, this is Lake Cat I Pick'em's podcast. I'm Carl. I'm Nathan. Great. Great to have you on. At some point, um, we will begin a podcast by introducing ourselves, but that's not today. We'll get there. I mean, we're, we're, we're fresh to this game. Um, <laughs> yeah. Organization not paramount at, at this point in time, but eventually we'll get there. We'll, we'll introduce ourselves at the top of the podcast instead of partway through. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Deshaun Watson. Look, my, my feelings here are, and I think the talking to you beforehand, you might agree with this, that um, he is is probably going to play for the Texans. I think he would have had more leverage if he hadn't done the harassment that he's, he's very likely done, I think. Um, I don't think most teams, there's probably some teams that are out there that are desperate enough to take him, but the Texans aren't going to, they're still going to want to, if they were to trade him to get the kind of things in exchange that they would get previously before, you know. Yeah. And I don't think teams yeah. are going to want to give this up for somebody who might not be able to play for them. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you hit the nail right on the head there. Exactly what I was about to say. I'm not sure, do they have a, a no-fault stand-down policy like with the NRL in the NFL? Um, meaning if you've got any sort of uh, legal cases uh, against you, the teams will just stand you down until that's all cleared up. Is that a thing or...? Um, I think that there's, there's certainly, there's like a... a uh, commissioner's not injured reserve list or whatever where he can put people right, on right. like you can't play so I think it's a similar kind of thing but I, I sort of think of in terms of um, uh, like I, I know that teams uh, in terms of the compensation that they might have guaranteed a player that can be revoked on the basis of like court case or things like that they can say look right. you, you're not playing because you've done something wrong outside of the game so we're not going to pay you your contract but in terms of like if someone traded draft picks for him or something like that I don't think that that would be returned that yeah. would just be a windfall for the texans if he ended up you know being unable to play right and then right they had gotten something in exchange for him yeah and I, as you said you know the amount that the texans would be wanting for him um i'm not sure that there's too many teams left on the table firstly that that need a quarterback and secondly that would be desperate enough to to sort of break the bank and also on top of that you know you, you've got sponsorships um, endorsement deals that sort of thing and 
you know, it's, it's, it's a huge risk for a club to take him on at this point with, with all that hanging around. Yeah, so as you say, I, I think he'll he'll stay put. I know the Texans aren't too interested in trading him um, yeah. with the, the sort of big names that they've lost during free agency. Um, I'd say they'd want to retain at least a, an asset of his caliber. He, he is probably, I mean, he's the highest item of value on the team. The team is not, <laughs> without him, it's it's a very bad team. Oh, it's it's going to be a top already season. a very bad team. Yeah, so that's going to be very interesting. Yes. Um, other quarterbacks, uh, we, we touched on Aaron Rodgers. Could be a, a bit of a break or bust season for, for his um, you know, future, future in the league. On one hand, you've got, you know, it's his, his best chance to sort of get over the, the hump and potentially make it into a Super Bowl rather than be knocked out a game or two beforehand. Yep. Um, you know, they've, they've added a few different pieces. They've, they've arguably got the strongest roster um, you know, in, his, in his time there at the Packers. They've addressed a couple of holes. I've, I've seen that they've they've drafted a, a quarter, uh, sorry, a cornerback there um, from Clemson. He's he's highly regarded. He's quite speedy. Can nip around at the back. Um, they've also put in three offensive linemen, which I think is is something that he needs. He he doesn't like to get knocked around too much. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they've also, for the first <clears throat> time in in his tenure there, they've they've drafted a wide receiver, um, Amari Rogers. He's also pretty highly regarded so yeah I, th- I think it's his, his best chance to to sort of push for that Super Bowl berth and I, I do think that <clears throat> like I, I definitely I believe that to some extent he's been done wrong by but I also think that like he, he does have weapons there like it's yeah yeah you know you, you can't have everything like they do have to make decisions about where they're going to pick players and, and things like that so I, I, it's not like he's he's just been like hung out to dry completely like I, I would argue um that Russell Wilson maybe has been had a bit more of a, a rough go because he, yeah. he's playing for a team that wants to run the football and he's like, hey, you know, I'm one of the most talented quarterbacks in the league, and they're like, yeah, great, we're gonna run the football <laughs> <laughs> and not really offer you much pass protection. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, you're also gonna be running the football because you're gonna be running away from <laughs> d- defensive ends that are just chasing you around. No, um, he's been asking for that protection for you know season upon season too, and they they just haven't came through for him. Um, and the thing is, if, if you want to run the football offensive line is a good good place to start with doing that like i mean yeah, <laughs> but, yeah whatever um another interesting thing with with um aaron Rodgers as well with the rift between he and the um the, the general manager and potentially the the head coach there now too you know he, he kind of threw a spanner in the works there winning the mvp last year oh absolutely um yeah they, they drafted <clears throat> is it jalen rose um and underneath him last season, um, sort uh, of uh, Jordan Love. Jordan Love, yes. Um, sort of unbeknownst to him, um, and yeah, I, I think they were probably looking to move on from him this season. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you doesn't, can't. Doesn't, he... <laughs> doesn't look good when he's just won oh, the MVP. Oh, you also got to the so... Super Bowl and you're the MVP. Yeah. 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 So I guess you weren't the problem. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think that's um, yeah part of the reason between the. Yeah, the the roof between he and the, the the management there, and and the thing about that is, you know, he he played out of his mind intentionally. I think because he felt slighted, and I think that points to sort of a, uh, I don't know, vindictive is the right word, but sort of personality trait uh, of Aaron Rodgers that yeah. that I think makes a compelling case that he could be on another team start come the start of next year because he, you know. If he's got a chip on his shoulder about something, he's going to do something about it. Whether that's, that's going and just going out and winning the MVP, or just you know sitting on the bench until they let him go to another team. Yeah, so, 
Uh, I mean, he, he certainly got his own back with um, announcing that he didn't want to be at the team right before draft. Yeah. So, yeah, a um, bit of a shambles going on with the Packers at the moment. So we got one final quarterback to talk about, um, Dak Prescott. Uh, we just go over him quickly because we don't really know all that much. Um, but he's obviously recovering from or returning from a, a really horrific injury. He was looking good before he got injured, um, and as was the Cowboys' offense with him in play. Do we think that he's going to be that he's going to be healthy? That he's going to be good? He's, his week one is against the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who obviously have a pretty aggressive pass rush. Yeah, that's that's a tough introduction mm. back into into <laughs> the NFL. Yeah. But as you say, it'd be very interesting. I mean, he's he's had a lengthy amount of time. It's not as though it was a you know start of season injury, and he's he's back in time to to play a couple of games at the end of the season. You know, he's, he's had um, the bulk of last season off, plus this year's preseason um, to sort of prove his fitness and and get back to um, some of that destructive form that we saw from him last season. But yeah, you know, running and scrambling out of the pocket with a Pass defense like the Bucks. That's that's a really really tough reintroduction. So I guess you know we'll find out pretty quickly whether you know where he's at. He's because he's gonna he's gonna have to put it all on display. Yeah. First thing. Yeah, I, I think it's he, he's such a confidence player as well. Yeah, you, you see quite often they or the the Cowboys they try to start out the game not trying to lose it if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, you know they don't really chance their arm and they find themselves behind on the on the scoreboard pretty early and that's where. Prescott really comes into his own, um, just chances his arm, and yeah, if if he can make a few passes early, maybe you know scramble for a couple of yards, make a first down, that'll just get his confidence up, and yeah, sort of give him a, a jump start into the season. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I I really wish the best for him. I mean, he's the the heart and soul of that Cowboys organization, mm. and you you see um, when he went down last season, the the rest of the players' response to that was just utter devastation so he's, he's a, a big piece of, of what they've got going on just signed a bulky contract too yeah um i believe he's now the or f- at least for this season he will be the fourth highest paid athlete in the world yeah um yeah he's he's also coming off the back of that injury he's he's, he's got a bit to live up to with that that hefty contract yeah absolutely and there's a lot to be said about that too and that the the cowboys could have probably saved themselves some money there if they would have just signed him you know, the yeah. year before, the first yeah, extension, two, but yeah. Years prior. yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's let's jump into our our uh, reoccurring segment way down in Florida, and we'll we'll talk some Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, what can you do in Tampa Bay? Hey! Way down in Florida. So I'll let you start off this one, mate. Um, obviously, your your team. Yeah, beautiful. So the Bucks obviously went into the draft. They they had resigned all of their starters. Everything is intact. So the question is, what what do you do? What do you need? And um, without needing anything in particular, they've gone ahead and, and sort of uh, filled things out and backed themselves up a little bit, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. Got some young guys. They've got a lot of um, veteran players, mm-hmm. which is, is a very good thing if you want to go for another Super Bowl run. But you, you do have to sort of think about the future of your team. Yeah. And you want to... There's, there's two very good things about veteran players. One is that they are very good at doing what they do. And the second thing is that they have a lot of knowledge that they can instill in younger players. So if you can get some guys, they've uh, gone ahead and picked up some outside linebackers, inside linebackers. If you can get them in behind some of these guys who might be going away next year, who, you know, their contracts are up. Yeah, um, yeah. And just see if they can teach them something. Like, if they if they can instill some of that, that learning into these younger players, then maybe you can sort of continue on some of that greatness that you've got. That's um, right. 
I, I think they've been really, really crafty with this with um, their draft pickups this season. They've, they've picked up a quarterback, Kyle Trask. Um, so obviously under Brady, who better to learn from? Um, so that's that's a really smart move. Looking, you know, potentially beyond next season. Um, mm. I'm not sure how much longer Brady's planning on staying around. Obviously, if they win the Super Bowl this year, that that would push heavily towards him Going potentially again. retiring. Yeah. Um, oh, you think retiring? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I think he's an addict. <laughs> I think I think if he if he wins the Super Bowl, he's gonna be like, well, then I can go again. Well, yeah, yeah, and that that could all come down to you know which pieces they can retain for the season beyond mm. too. I mean, I'm, I'm sure at what forty six, forty seven, however old he will be at that point. I want to see um, fifty. He he wants to see fifty too. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm not sure how much he wants to be getting banged around. So, yeah, I think that'll go um, a long ways towards whether or not he continues to play on. But um, they've also picked up Joe Tryon. Um, fantastic last name, actually. Tryon. Yeah. Why not try him on? Yeah. Um, so he's he's a, uh, a linebacker, as you've mentioned. They've picked up a couple. Um, and with Pierre Paul and Shaq Barrett, they generally are two players that like to stay on the field. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, Paul in particular, he's, he's um, getting a bit older now, so it would be nice to bring another guy into the rotation and just, just give them some rest. And, and you think about it too, I, could, I can see a case where, let's say that uh, you know, the Saints, the Panthers, and the Falcons are just struggling. Yeah. They're not performing all that well throughout the year, and the Bucks rack up 11-12 wins, and they're getting towards you know, the end of the season, and yeah. they decide, you know what? We're let's rest some, let's rest some of these starters. Let's let some of these young guys get a shot. You could see Kyle Trask out on the field, you know, yeah. getting to play some games. Yeah, or yeah, as as you say, even with um you know, blowout scores, if they're you know, ahead by 20, 20 yeah. points and there's half, risk half of the last quarter, yeah. you know, bring him in, give him a chance. Yeah. Excellent. Well, so I have a trivia question for you. Right, I'm right. Ready for this one. All right. So I want to talk about um, obviously they're trying to do a repeat. But I want to talk about how difficult it is to return to the Super Bowl. But we're not even going to talk about the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about the championship game, right? So my question for you is how many teams have returned in the last 10 years, have returned to the championship game having played one previously? Just the championship game, just not the, not just, the Super Bowl. Yeah, just the championship um, game. So, in, so there's a, a possibility of four teams each year, right? So in theory, like there's a maximum of 40 times that it could have happened, but obviously it's not the same teams every year. So right, how, many, right. how many times have people been able to repeat? So I'm going to think out loud here and, and say, uh, obviously, Patriots, um, Chiefs, Packers. How many, how many repeats? Like how many actual times, not just how many different teams? Yeah, yeah. Right, I'm, yeah. Ju- I'm just sort of oh, gotcha. yep. add, adding them up <clears> as I go here. Yeah, uh, I, I don't have the the longest knowledge of, of history with the NFL. I've, I've only been watching it for maybe the last three seasons. So, yeah, those, those are three that I can think of at this point in time. I might actually throw the Falcons into the mix without any certainty. So I'm, I'm going to say four. And how many how many times like do like the total returns? Oh, the total saying. returns! Wow, that, yeah, yeah. That, that makes it much so more out of out of like forty possible. So I'll, I'll do it this way. Do you think that if I gave you like halfway, like a halfway of twenty, would you say it's over or under twenty? Uh, I would say under. Okay. Would you say it's over or under ten? Over. Okay. Well, it's fifteen. Right. So it's right in the middle. Yep. Right in the middle. So let's see here. Um, 2011 and 2013, the 49ers uh, 
went twice. No Super Bowl win. Uh, the Seahawks did it 2013-2014. They won the Super Bowl the first year, but they couldn't make it back the second year. Yeah, yeah. Um, Green Bay did it 2019-2020, lost both of them. So there's in all those years, for 10 years in the NFC, there's been no follow-up Super Bowl wins in the 10 wow. years. Wow. Um, the AFC is a bit different, obviously, because of the Patriots, and that's where most of that... So that's, that's four from the NFC in 10 years. So the other 11 come from the AFC, seven of which are the Patriots. That's um, wild. So between 2011 and 2018, uh, they went, they've returned seven times, and they won three Super Bowls in that period of time, right? The Chiefs got a Super Bowl win. They went 2018, 2020. Um, the Jets, actually, 2009, they returned. 2010, they was a return to wow, the championship the for them, are, and I they would lost, not have had them in there. lost both of those games. So they didn't <laughs> go to the Super Bowl either at the time. Um, and the other one's the Ravens. Um, that they, they won a Super Bowl the second year, so 2011 and 2012, they were in the championship game. Right, right. So it's it's not common unless you are Tom Brady and the Patriots, or maybe it's just Tom Brady. So that there's there's our there's our interesting sort of point of history is um, the Patriots did it a whole bunch, um, but outside of that, it's uncommon. But we do have a, a pretty key piece of the Patriots on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers now, so. Definitely. So Definitely. stay tuned. Stay tuned. Um, might be an omen there. Yeah. You see that quite often with um, you know, many, many sporting teams around the world. At, at least if they've got a strong team for one season, generally they're able to back that up maybe for two or three seasons. But yeah, it's a, it's a short window there. To, so to hear what the, the Patriots have done in that time, that's awfully it's, impressive. Yeah, it's, yeah. it is um, record-breaking. And actually, um, I think it, it, part of it too that's interesting is that um, – the playoff structure for the NFL. I mean, a lot of games have it like this, but when the playoff structure is only that that sort of sudden death, like one game and you're out. Yeah, yeah. Um, it doesn't, you know, you can have a bad game and then that's just it. That's the end of your season. Um, yeah. So yeah. it's, so it's very different from, you know, hockey or baseball or um, yeah, basketball. Yeah, best of five or best of seven yeah. series. Yeah, yeah. I don't watch any of those sports, so I'm, I'm sort of talking out of my ass about that, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure that they play multiple games. Um, so I do have. One, I'll do my other trivia question here because it is actually pretty tied in. Kind of, yeah, it's it's it is a draft related okay. uh, question, right? So I'm using the um, the PFF rankings here for quarterbacks of the top ten quarterbacks, and I'll tell you who they are that are currently playing. Um, what do you think their average spot that they were drafted at was? Like what what number were oh. they drafted? So it's. Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson, Matt Ryan, and Baker Mayfield. So what do you think the average of those so, 10? So meaning uh, like round? Well, Which round what, just what number in the draft? Right. Um, well, I know Brady was, was well down, so that's going to offset the average a little bit. But there's a few others that were you know, high picks, if not number one. I'm going to guess somewhere around pick 20. 20. As an average, it's actually a bit further back. So, of the top ten, if we average it, it's going to be forty nine point eight, so fifty, which would wow. put you as the eighteenth pick of the second round, as the average. And like you said, Tom Brady drags that down. Um, Russell Wilson was uh, drafted seventy fifth, so he drags that one down too. And Dak Prescott was one hundred and thirty fifth. Tom Brady was one hundred ninety ninth, by the way, in the draft. So, yeah, those ones. And Lamar Jackson thirty second. So, if we do the top five of them. The average of that is 64, so the final pick of the second round. Who was the final pick of the second round this this year? This year? 
I um I, I didn't. We've didn't talked really... about him previously. It's Kyle Trask, drafted by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Kyle Trask, right? So, not saying that means anything, but I'm just just he's, putting numbers together. He's right in that sweet. I'm spot. just making meaningless correlations here, but uh, <laughs> uh, I think that means that he's going to be good. That's my assessment. We could also argue that it. it Really doesn't matter where you pick up a quarterback in the in the <laughs> I draft. I mean, the, the hit I rate for probably... them being successful. <laughs> Look, that's probably the more realistic assessment of that information. But I like to go with the one that makes me feel good. Oh, and, and I I think in his favor as well. You know, playing underneath Tom Brady, he's he's um, used to being the underdog. I guess you could argue. So not only with his his knowledge on the field, but also off the field with. Um, not having to deal with much pressure during his first two, two or three seasons, um, yeah, all, all of that sort of can can only mean good for for Kyle Trask, you'd think. I hope, I hope, I've got high hopes. Well, we may we may not have to hope until you know two or three seasons. Who, who yeah. knows what Brady's doing? He's gonna make it to fifty. He's gonna be fine. <laughs> um, so we will just take a quick break and hear a word from our sponsors, and then uh, we'll get right back into who do you love. Ladies and gentlemen, this week's podcast is brought to you by Rock Hard Fitness. At Rock Hard, you will enjoy all the benefits of our one-on-one approach. Do you have a Rock Hard member inside of you? Come and find out today. All right, so we've covered the bucks, and now we'll just get right on into uh, hitting some of our favorites from the rest of the league in our segment, Who Do You Love? Who do you love? Who do you love? Excellent. This is the segment where we uh, highlight... Players, coaches, teams, anything uh, that we have noticed in the last, since we've recorded our last podcast, might in the future be weekly, but right now it is whenever we do it. Um, and we'll just talk about uh, who do you love? Nathan, give us, uh, give us, who do you love? All right, so I've got just just the two here. Um, I've gone with the, the Bills. I mean, they, they, they picked up a few pieces during uh, draft slash free agency. Um, but but nothing major to the point where you know you can say all right this guy is going to make a huge difference, um, which which isn't that bad really because I don't think the Bills needed to to change all that much. Um, Josh Allen really came on last season, um, had a arguably breakout year, and hopefully he can he can push on with with that kind of form. Um, we all know, always know they they're going to be pretty strong on the defensive end. So yeah, um, looking forward to see how how they go. Um, I really really like Josh Allen. I, I like those you know teams that can just put forty points on, yeah, with with sort of relative ease and and watching those those fluent kind of offenses is is what I enjoy about the NFL. So I picked them and also the the Rams. I I think during our most recent podcast I I picked them out as well. I I really like their coach. And they've, you know, they've picked up a, a couple of pieces as well. They do have an issue at, at centre, however. Um, they have three players sort of competing for that role there mm. um, to, to throw the ball back to, to Stafford. Yeah, one of their guys there, Allen, he's, he's got their most experience with only nine games during um, since the 2019 season. Mm. Um, he had a, a season-ending knee injury there last year. So that's kind of some, some calls for concern. Yeah, definitely. It's a, it's a crucial position. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, they they picked up Stafford there, so he, he's um, 
pretty experienced and, and yeah, quite a good passer of the ball. So even if he, he does find himself with um, some defense in his face early, I, I still think he's got the nous to, um, to overcome that. So, yeah, really looking forward to see how they go. And of course, Aaron Donald, who might be the best player in football. Yeah, yeah. Just full stop. Which, as as a defensive player, that that doesn't really get thrown around too often. That they could be the best player in football. Yeah, yeah. Core piece of their defense, uh, among other stars. Yeah. So, see how they go. Beautiful. So I know I've mentioned them in our last podcast, but I am still in love with the Washington football team. I have high expectations for them. Um, They've actually gone ahead, uh, already a very strong defensive team. They've shored up their defense in the draft, um, and uh, they've gone ahead and gotten a couple weapons, wide receiver and tight end, something for Fitzpatrick to throw the ball to. They were doing okay before. They, it's not like they were completely lacking at those skill positions, but just having a few more options would, would do them some good. Yeah, um, yeah. They've, they've struggled to score points at times, so so that exactly, shows up their yeah. offense. And so yeah, I think that you know just keeping that defense strong, um, they've got like some depth there now, which is going to be uh, good in a seventeen game season. And um, uh, Ron Rivera is a, a good coach. I know he's he's got the the riverboat Ron moniker, but he is actually a pretty level headed coach. I think so. Um, I think he's gonna he's gonna lead them just to build on what they did last year. Yeah, and I'm thinking that they're just gonna do a, a repeat and win the division again. I actually, don't think the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are going to come back. They're going to look good on offense, but they don't have the defense to compete. I don't think against that. Yeah. They're going to have to win shootouts, and you they're not going to win those shootouts against the Redskins. Or whoa, 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 whoa! Football team. Um, we got to have a jar <laughs> for that, and me saying Oakland Raiders. <laughs> oh, that, that jar might be full. Yeah, by the end of the season. <laughs> That's so right. we'll just add that to our uh, punting kitty. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, and we'll use it to give me some kind of uh, health insurance. Um, so my other uh, who do I love is the Denver Broncos. And wow, I, I think that they've got just this great star-studded team, a lot of potential. Once again, another good defensive team that's gone ahead and uh, as well uh, shored up its defense with the draft. Uh, notably, Patrick Sertain, a quarterback. He was their, their first-round draft pick. Um, I think that they're going to be... Vic Fangio has always been a defensive mind, um, but a lot of questions around him as a head coach. I think this year that they're going to they're gonna look stronger. The, the big question is uh, Drew Locke, and I would love to see uh, Aaron Rodgers get traded to the Broncos, and I think with him that they would be even potentially a threat to win that division and to upset the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can definitely see that. Especially with the the addition of um, Rogers there. Uh, at the same time, they're, they're really the only t- the team that's been spoken about as a potential pseudo for him mm. to go to. They, yeah. I think that they were in communication with Green Bay, and then it didn't for whatever reason didn't happen. Like I think that's the reason why they didn't draft a quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was sort of a mad dash at the end there to mm. to see how that all all played out. So I got one more. Who do you love? And it is Hoodie Pay edge rusher and he has been selected by the Indianapolis Colts I saw the NFL 360 thing on him and he is just an awesome guy um, did you have you seen that or do you know anything about that no no I haven't no so his um, his family's from Liberia his mother uh, uh, grew up there and he's um, the Civil War and his grandfather was killed in the Civil War his mom had to just run like in the middle of the night wow. and didn't even get to turn around to like see 
if her dad was still okay or not, but he was killed. And so she's named, he was born in a refugee camp, um, and she named him after his grandfather. Um, and they came to America, and she's just been busting her ass, basically, to take care of these these boys and um, give them the best shot at life. And so he dedicated himself to, to football, that he found, really found himself in football, and basically told her, like, please send me to this this school. It'll, it's like a feeder school into the college ranks, and then I'll go, I'm going to go to the NFL, I'm going to take care of you. And so she's working, like, three jobs, like, never got to go to any of his, his football wow. games or anything, just wow. working, working, working to support him. Um, and then he, um, he, he made it and he's in the NFL now and he's like, I'm, I'm doing this. So I'll never have to lift a finger again. What um, a story. Yeah. He's, he's an absolute legend. I really, I, I hope that he just takes that passion and that drive and keeps, uh, just pushing all the way and puts himself in the hall of fame. I would love it. it it's such oh. a good story. Yeah. Pe- people from those, those humble sort of backgrounds. Um, yeah, they, they generally have a bit more to compete for. Yeah. That's, that's really really touching and yeah I, sh- I share the the same sentiments there that's that's a remarkable story and, yeah. and if he turns out to be a success and if, if he could pick up the defensive player of the year uh rookie of the year sorry yeah what what a what a story that would be i'm sure his yeah. mother is is awfully proud and yeah just a just a good genuine um sort of advertisement for the nfl and, and what it can do for people out there yeah absolutely yeah there's no organization that creates more black millionaires than the nfl so yeah right Whatever else you can think about it, and it's, it's sort of a waste of money is that it does it does do some positive things. Yeah. We've got one final segment for you on this one. Um, we're just going to go ahead and considering that there's only one thing that, uh, that we love more than football, and that's losing money on football, we're going to give you some terrible punts for upcoming games. And this is not a good punt. This is a terrible punt. Yeah, um... Arguably everyone's favorite part of the podcast. It's what we live for, really. <laughs> just, just throwing money. Just away. throwing money away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this far out from the the start of the season, it's, it's kind of hard to put too many at depth um, picks together. Um, it, it's, it's really just you know plucking things from from left field and yeah, just hope, hoping that they play out. Um, I've gone for three different potential dumb punts this week. Um, uh, MVP. I've gone with Lamar Jackson paying $19, which mm. is some, some juicy that's, odds there. Yes, that's very good. Um, my argument for that being there's there's sort of a few top-line players that, that tend to stand out. Generally, they're on the offensive side of the football. Lamar Jackson won an MVP already. Been a bit quiet since then. Um, but, I mean, they've... He got COVID last year. He, oh, he did? Yeah. I know so they he had missed some games, and I think he was a bit weak on return. Just right. attacked him a bit. Yeah, well, that makes sense. I know their team was just ravaged by it last year. Yeah, so so looking to see if he can bounce back. My argument, sort of being, you know, you, you look at guys like Mahomes who potentially have, have set the bar too high for themselves. Mm. Um, I mean, they they could still have a, a really solid season and be up in that you know kind of top five quarterbacks at that year's end, but still kind of go un, unnoticed because of yeah, the standards that these kinds of guys have, have set for themselves. So yeah, I've gone. I've gone with him. I've gone a little five leg multi uh, for for the week one games. Um, just straight up head to head picks here. I've gone with the the Bucks. They're, they've got the Cowboys week one, which um, I mean, nothing's a certainty, but 
Yeah, you, you I could, feel confident about that one. You, you could definitely go in their favour. Going with the 49ers to beat the Lions. Yep. Um, you know, they, they had a lot of injuries last year, so hopefully they can bounce yeah. back to that. I think their, that their odds are probably weighted a little bit towards last year's performance compared to, I think, if they're yeah. back well this year. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, up against the Lions, that's, um, you know, pretty straightforward game. That's for a win. Them, you would hope. <laughs> um, I've gone with the Jaguars to beat the Texans. I think that's an excellent. Yeah. I've actually, I've so so far from what you've put down, I've bet this multi myself. Right. For, yeah. I, I, I like it. So, yep, go ahead. Um, we're in agreement. I've gone with the Rams to beat the Bears. Yep. Um, <clears throat> I think that's a pretty straightforward one. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully Stafford can come out and, and put some points on the board against a pretty sturdy off uh, defense there. And I've gone with Ravens to beat the Raiders. Yes. Um, we've, we've touched on this before. I know you mentioned that the Ravens have a um, pretty consistent success rate of blowing out teams in the first round. Yeah. And up against the Raiders, you know, it's going to be a long, tough year for them. Um, it's going to start so. with a, a long, tough first night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, pretty straightforward one in my eyes too. You can put those together for around $6 odds. Yep. Um, not too bad. So. Yeah, that's nice. I mean, some uh, games that I'm confident about, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, whenever you have you know multiple legs, it's it's kind of um, it's risky. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, I think that's a, a pretty pretty juicy one there. Mm. And I've also gone for the offensive rookie of the year, Kyle Pitts. Um, I think he's paying around the thirteen dollar mark. Pitts? Kyle, Kyle Pitts, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, he's he's been touted to be a, a you know definite success at the NFL level. Um, they he was right up there in, in terms of. Um, who they think is going to go well for this season. You've got him being part of the Atlanta Falcons as well. They're really pass-heavy offense with Matt Ryan there. And still rumors floating around that Julio Jones maybe gets traded. Yeah, yeah. So that I, would increase his receptions, I would assume. Yeah, that's that's right too. Yeah, I heard he was seen getting around in Cowboys training gear. So a- Apparently, he went on some podcast or something and outright said, I won't, I'm not going to be playing for the Cowboys. Okay. So <clears throat> I'm not sure. Yeah. But you never know. You never know. Definitely <coughs> sort of yeah, wa- waving the carrot around for any teams out there that do want to pick him yeah. up, knowing that yeah, he, he's, he's open to that. So um, yeah, three, three different bets for, for the future of the NFL, particularly the offensive rookie of the year. You have to wait until the end of the season to, to yeah. see that one. Um, but and the, the MVP, your best value so. is going to be, you know, preseason like this. You can, yeah. you can get a bit more. So many uncertainties. Um, yeah. yeah, it's not until you know four or five games in that you have a rough idea how how teams and players are, are going to go. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, your punts. All right. So I'm, I'll elaborate a little bit on one that you did there. Um, I've picked the the Jaguars at Texans on its own. Um, if you wanted to mix it into a multi. Uh, but I took it against the spread. It's uh, minus two and a half to the Jags. So I, I think that they're going to win that game by a, a field goal or more. I think yes. <clears throat> that pretty easily. Pretty in, inconsequential. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, it's I mean, if they're going to, I think they're going to win by that much. And there's a lot of question marks. Even if Watson plays, I think that the, the Jaguars probably win that. It's it's possible that they don't. But I, I, I think that if it were to go over three, it would be, I would be less certain about it. But at two and a half, I think that's a, that's a good one to slap. Um, a bit of money on yeah um, definitely and my other one is going to be a bit more of a long shot but um i think that it's it's good value i've got the patriots to win the afc paying 17 dollars. they've they've gone bonkers in free agency they've picked up a lot of pieces <clears throat> they've drafted well they've got um, a new quarterback uh, as well as um, they still have cam newton i think that 
that Belichick, for him, this is going to be a year of, okay, fine. Tom Brady went somewhere else and won a, a Super Bowl, but that was a, a mulligan year for us, and we got some draft capital out of it or whatever and cleared our salary cap a bit, and now we've got some money to spend, and we're going to come back and do this. Um, and I don't, I just don't see him as being a coach that's going to gonna lose two seasons in a row. Um, so I think that that's, that's quite a good value on them. I mean, we just talked about how the Patriots have uh, slanted the, the statistics in their favor in terms of um, how, returning to the AFC Championship game multiple years in a row. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I can see them, them doing that again. I mean, they've done, it, they've done it seven times in 10 years. Actually, they've done it eight times in 10 years. But yeah, um, it's just uncommon for them not to go to that game, for it to be paying $17 just because Tom Brady's not there. I don't know. I think, I think they can do it again. Well, it's it's long enough odds that you know you you you'd put ten dollars on that and and yeah you know, either way you'd you'd be pretty comfortable. Yeah. Um. I think the the Bills are a pretty short price favorite in that division. Um. But I mean they're they're no certainty either. Um. Obviously they had they had a pretty strong season last year and they're looking to back that up again. But I mean yeah, Patriots are the the real uncertainty. Um. Around how those those additions are going to work for them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and with yeah. Belichick's mind, he, he's not going to pick up players that, um, you know, all that flashy or um, sort of outspoken. So I think that, yeah, he'd pick up some some coachable players there and, yeah, we'll see how that plays out. Absolutely. All right, well, that wraps up for us today. Um, hope you enjoyed that one. And uh, we do have coming up, keep your eyes peeled, uh, for a little bonus podcast. we got an interview with a member of the Lake Cat Eye Pick'em's squad, and we, yeah, just have a couple extra little little tidbits coming. So there's going to be a little, another short one coming up in the next week. Yeah. Stay ready for that. Keep your eyes and ears peeled. And uh, thank you for listening. It's been lovely. We'll see you next time. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something. But... I, I was, but then, yeah. Yeah, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Jack's picks are always criticized. So stick around with the pickles. The Late Cat I Pick'em's podcast. Thank you.